America is once again proving that we have an endless piggy bank. Of course, that's going to be sponsored by the taxpayer. The Griff Report starts now. Two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus. Of all the Jesuses I know, he's the hotepiest. Social scientist and YouTube host, Hotep Jesus. How the fuck do you get a name like Hotep Jesus? The one and only Hotep Jesus. Ryan Sharp, better known to the world as Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Somebody said... What do you think you are? Some kind of Hotep Jesus? Ooh, and that's I was good. Just like, ooh, that's sexy. <laughs> yes, I do think I'm Hotep Jesus. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Griff Report. I'm your host, the Griff God. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep. Hotep. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Oh, this is a real Hotep brother. Hotep. Hotep to all my Hoteps in the chat. What up, y'all? How y'all feeling today? What is today? Hump day? Happy hump day. You know, what's funny is today I um, turned on my computer and I began to do my work. And um, I looked at my, my computer monitor. I have one of those widescreen computer monitors. And I looked at it and I'm like, wait, there's like black space on both sides. I'm like, wait, I haven't been using the entirety of my monitor this entire time. So since I've plugged this thing in, which is over a year now, <laughs> I've not been using the entire space of the widescreen monitor I purchased to have more space. <laughs> so I was cramming things together. Oh my God. So now I got the chatters over here. I got stuff going on over here. So I'm using the full screen now, um, a year or two <laughs> later. Oh my God. 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 Anyway, um, special news update. Syscoin just has another, another wonderful update. Uh, which apparently isn't appearing on my profile right now. I'm just having a very bad tech day. What the hell is going on? Um, I'll just go to their thing and I just, I just can't, I just can't with technology. So phase two of their DeFi launch here, I'll put this on the screen for you. Phase two of their DeFi launch is here. Um, so you can go to, uh, the Rolex page and get all the details on that. Um, but they're having a giveaway, 10,000 sis in prizes, multiple winners, et cetera, et cetera. So go to, uh, the Rolex page, R O L L U X to enter. So lots of great and exciting news on the Syscoin front. Also, don't forget, if you want to bet on me, if you want to stake on me and join my community in the crypto world and basically get a return on that, hit the link in the description box below, join the Telegram, and uh, that'll put you on a waiting list to join our community. Lots and lots of fun stuff coming soon on that front. Also, if you're looking to make a little bit of side income, we have our affiliate program is now open to the public. You can go to menofwater.com. You can hit the earn button in the menu on, on mobile. We're working on the desktop version now. And uh, just sign up for our affiliate program and start earning by selling um, 
Master Focus, which is going through a rebrand. Um, we have, I'm holding in my hand here, a sample bottle, sample design. We're, we're changing the bottle. We're changing the design. We're changing the name. Um, I am going to reveal all this to whoever is part of my locals community or my YouTube community. So if you are a YouTube member, paying member, monthly member, or a paying monthly member on um, locals, you'll get to see what's happening on that front. And of course, you had um, advanced notice about the Men of Order merger situation happening between Master Focus and Men of Order. Master Focus is going to be going away. So it's no longer going to be called Master Focus. Now, wild guys on the top of my head here, Strong Dad's in the chat. I'm sure Goldstein is somewhere in the chat. Strong Dad and Goldstein, what do you guys think about holding your debate? Because I know there's some time constraints and I can't accommodate the Friday situation because of my obligations. What if we did a special edition of the Griff Report and you guys did your debate during the Griff Report hour? And then we can, I can do my CBDC AI news update. Um, and you guys can weigh in on some of that stuff too, and maybe join in a little debate on that. But what do you guys think about Rudy and Mike could start the show off and let them debate for, you know, 30 minutes or whatever. And then you guys come on and we could do a special three hour edition of the Griff Report. Um, let me know if you guys timing works. We can start it at 2 PM this Friday. I already have the flyer. Um, we can get that thing pumping. What do you think about that chat? What do you think about that? You guys down with that? If we can get strong dad to accommodate, that would be absolutely amazing. Now I have to get used to turning my neck all the way over here because, um, I've extended my screen. What's going on in Chicago? I don't know. Post a link um, and, and show me what's going on in Chicago. I'm not aware of what's going on in Chicago. Uh, does locals get the HBTY double dose too? No, it does not. That is patreon.com slash hotest been told you. You have to go there for that. Rumble acting up. See, I be wanting to send people to Rumble, but Rumble be acting up, man. It's got, we got to get Rumble together. Goldstein said he's down. We just need Strondad to agree. And we got ourselves a debate during the Grift Report. I was thinking about that. I don't know. It was last night or this morning I got that idea. I think it was last night I got that idea. Because you guys are in my to-do list. Kay said Rumble's fine. Okay, great. I just took a my dose of uh, Master Focus. Soon to be formerly known as Master Focus. All right, enough of the announcements. Let's dive into the story of the day. <clears throat> Let's see what we got here. Let's pull this up. Give me just a moment. Um, oh, duh, I pulled, I had all of this prepared already. I forgot. I'm so prepared, I didn't know I was prepared. Biden is set to send $100 million of new U.S. funding for humanitarian assistance in both Gaza and the West Bank. Let's go to the tape, see what our fearless leader has to say. Today, I'm also announcing 
$100 million of new U.S. funding for humanitarian assistance in both Gaza and the West Bank. This money will support more than 1 million displaced and conflict-affected Palestinians, including emergency needs in Gaza. Today, Wait, 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 what? Wait, what? Today, I'm also announcing $100 million in new U.S. funding for humanitarian assistance in both Gaza and the West Bank. This money will support more than 1 million displaced and conflict-affected Palestinians, including emergency needs in Gaza. Oh! oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> Whoa, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. See? See? Hotes be knowing. All right, now I got to bring up my tweet. Now I got to bring up my tweet. Remember I said... Palestine is the new BLM. It's the new Black Lives Matter. People took it a little too literally. But um, here we see, uh, I posted that says Palestine is the new BLM. I've tweeted this a couple of times. Last night they did a huge protest. One thing I know about huge protests is they're really hard to organize. And when they're this big, usually there's some Soros money behind it. Um, so the money's not going to Israel. Wow. Well, I'm sure there's some money going to Israel. Let's let's uh, let's go to the Googles. Biden aid Gaza is going to be my search. Let's see what this says here. Let's pull this up on the screen. This is absolutely amazing. Amazing. Um, U.S. says Israel not responsible for Gaza hospital blast. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's not the article I want. Um, okay, here we go. Biden announces a hundred million dollar in aid for Gaza West Bank. And people were saying, you know, the, you know, this is some of the pushback I got was they were saying, no, the West is going to support Israel and the media is going to support Israel. And I'm like, all that stuff is subject to change. Like the, the media has no allegiance to anybody. They have allegiance to the agenda. That's the only thing they have a, allegiance to. Biden announced Wednesday in Israel and the United States applied 100 million humanitarian aid in Palestinian people in Gaza and the West Bank. Shortly after Biden announced the aid package during a press conference, the White House released a statement that the aid will be distribu distributed through the United Nations and several non-governmental organizations. Um, food, hygiene, support, medical care and other essential needs. Wow. I have to change the title of this video now. Palestine is the new George Floyd. Oh, my God. Behave yourselves. Biden also announced on a press conference that he would seek an unprecedented aid package from Congress to assist Israel in its fight. So we're supporting both sides. The administration is reportedly considering seeking as much as 100 billion, 100 billion for a package that would include aid to both Israel and Ukraine. OK, so let's go back to my previous tweet that I had up here today. Um, where is it? Where is it? Um, hold on. Okay. So right here, I said, uh, this is only, uh, the first war chest delivery. There are more to come. U.S. aid in Ukraine has reached 75 billion in comparison. This small, this amount is small, 
But if Ukraine is a benchmark, I'm sure this will this this total will significantly rise. Use war to uh, inflation us into CBDC. So I'll explain that in a little bit. But um, so if Ukraine's got seventy five billion, what did this article say? I'm sure it just did. I read that correctly. Wait, where did it go? I just. Here it is right here. Let me highlight it so I don't lose it, lose it again. A hundred billion dollar package. I thought that was light. When I saw the hundred million going to Gaza, I'm like, it's kind of light. Because I thought that was going to Israel. And I just, my dumb ass wasn't reading. Moved a little bit too fast. A um, hundred billion package for both Israel and Ukraine. So I'm sure the bulk of that's probably going to go to Israel. You, you split could be something like 70, 30 or 80, 20 um, to Israel. And then, you know, the latter amount, the, the le lesser amount going to Ukraine because Ukraine's already got a bunch. But another hundred billion dollar package. Wow. So let's talk about this hundred million. What could this hundred million to the West Bank be for? Well, obviously, this is going to be. um first thing I thought of was migration, right? It's like some of this is probably going to go to migration. Uh, and, and these Palestinians might end up in America. I know many will. Uh, I'm sure that's probably going to be somewhere in our future. But when they say humanitarian, basically what they're doing is they're saying, hey, we can't look like the bad guy and there's innocent people hurt and there's a lot of pushback, um, you know, from the left and you know, the Soros protests and they don't want to look like it's just utter and complete destruction. But also what this means is that they're preparing for destruction. That's what this hundred million dollar is. It's basically saying, look, y'all about to get completely destroyed um, and displaced. So we're going to send a hundred million dollars. Some of it could end up in Hamas hands. Who knows? That's what people are speculating. But the hundred million dollars is going to go to that region and basically it's a Band-Aid on what Israel is about to do. Um, obviously, it's going to be more than $100 million worth of damage to the region. But, um, yeah, that's that's really what it is. It's just omniscient of what's to come. Damn. Um, checking on the chat here. Um 87 Sparker, he was collapsing in, in the Israel meeting, was he? I have to check that out. I didn't get a chance to see him talk. I usually don't watch Biden talk because it's just kind of pointless uh, sometimes or most of the time. Um, it says here the Biden administration has funneled more than three, $730 million to the uh, UNRWA for refugee assistance in the West Bank and Gaza Strip. Yeah. So it's basically... You know what is this? You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the Holocaust, right? Where Jews are being expelled from Germany and then they're pushed into uh, Palestine or, or migrate to Palestine, right? This is like the Holocaust in reverse where now Jews or Israel or Zionism is displacing the Palestinians and now they got to move, right? So that's what this reminds me of. It, it, it feels like that expulsion of Jews 
from Europe. And this is the expulsion of Palestinians from the Middle East, which will probably end up being displaced mostly in Europe and some to the United States and other nations. Um, you know, the, many of the Arab countries won't take these people, et cetera, et cetera, but it is what it is. Um, all right, let's go to the next thing. Uh, what else do I have in here? No, I don't want to get to that yet. Um, I just covered that. Okay, so let's go here. So last night I was playing Assassin's Creed and it hit me. It, it just, it just smacked me in the face. What was happening? And as I was playing the game, I said to myself, I said, wait, didn't this game come out two days or I didn't know how many days I had to look it up. But I said, didn't this come out the week of the attack? And um, so I wrote last night, I said, the Islamic themed video game Assassin's Creed Mirage was released on October 5th. Two days later, Israel was attacked by the Islamic faction Hamas on October 7th. The simulation is simulating. Take a second to hit the subscribe button and the like button. Boost your boy in the algorithm. I appreciate you. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. And then somebody said, well, did you know that the first Assassin's Creed was based in Israel? Or wasn't Israelite? I don't know. So I think, um, all right, let me, let's Google that, right? Let's, let's Google it. Let's go to first Assassin's Creed um game let's see i think this guy's name was Ezio, right um released in 2007 uh-huh uh i want the first one where's the first one okay here we go knights templars i think the guy's name was Ezio. or am i wrong no no i'm sorry it's not Ezio. That was a different one. It's one of your favorite video game series? I absolutely love it. Altair. Here we go. Altair. As experienced by the protagonist, Desmond Miles. You always got to look at this foreshadowing, this predictive programming. Okay, here we go. Yes. So, Jerusalem. Damascus. So, the first Assassin's Creed... Is basically, I don't know, a G, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, okay, so, so the game's primary goal is to carry a series of assassinations ordered by Al-Mualim. So I guess the, the person, the protagonist is Islamic? I don't know. I can't remember. Um, but it, like I just showed you, based in Jerusalem. So the first game is based in Jerusalem. The last one is is an Islamic themed and Arab game. In fact, right here, the soundtrack starts off with City of Jerusalem, Flight Through Jerusalem. So, like, there's some really predictive programming stuff going on with this video game series. That's wild. So again, when I said when I said it, when I thought of it last night, I was like, yo, this game came out the same week. Because I'm playing the game and I'm like, I'm basically an Islamic, you know, terrorist, right? Not really, but I'm just saying that to be joking. Um, but then I was like, yo, it came out the same week. This is really, really, really creepy. 
so uh, everybody was like, wow, that's kind of like, you know, kind of crazy, da 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 da, in the post, right? Everybody's saying stuff in the post, like, oh my God, Hotep Jesus, you on one right now. Um, yeah, so uh, it is what it is. All right, let's go to our next topic. We got some other things in the grip bag today. All eyes on Israel. Obviously, we're going to have to cover Israel and Gaza and all of that stuff on a consistent basis. Let's take this out of the uh, the thing here. Also, I need help from you guys. Can you guys help me out? So here's 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 the idea I have, right? And I'll pay somebody to do this. Um, I need you. So so every time I do this stream, um. I started off with the main topic of the day, right? What I need somebody to do is I need you to snip the video portion of the main topic and send that to me. Just the first, just the first thing, because that's usually the feature, right? What I'm going to do is I'm going to take that and upload that to YouTube so I can... <clears throat> have like um a short and sort of uh, not a uh, not a youtube short but just a shorter version of the show to sort of bring people into the griff report show because i know a lot of people don't want to watch the whole stream so they can catch that first part so if somebody could do that for me there's somebody in the chat that could do that for me that will be great and i'll pay you to do that um yeah so i appreciate you uh, whoever's gonna do that. I just need today's show and yesterday's show. If you can get the Pfizer one and today's and then going forward, you don't have to do anything else retroactively, but I would love to have yesterday's and today's and then every show going forward. Um, please and thank you. Um, all right, let's dive into uh, what else we got here. Where should we go next? Let's let's pull this up. Um, this is pretty important. I want to show you guys this video. Um, and I should probably, I want to show you uh, another tweet <clears throat> from this individual. Um, cause it just really touched my heart. So before we show you the video that she posted, I want to just show you what she said because it just, it was just, it just warmed my heart. So here we have, uh, literally Heather says, about five years ago, I came across Hotep Jesus' account and wrote down two quotes. I have kept this sticky note for five years in my purse. Shortly after that, I bought his book, How to Dominate Twitter. You wouldn't know me if I hadn't read it. He followed me. I'm geeked. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. <clears throat> um... I don't even know what this says. I don't even know what I wrote. What does this say? When you put the the world in your pocket, who are you? When you put the, I think I'm saying when you put the the phone. Wait, when you put the rest. Okay, when you put the rest of the world in your pocket, who are you? Um, really cool. Damn, that was that was that was some bars right there. Damn, that's that's some good writing by me. Um, when you put the rest of the world in your pocket, who are you? And that, you know, I'm basically referring to your phone, right? Because everybody has their phone and all that stuff. Those subconscious messages bleed into your brain and your everyday life, and uh, it affects you. That's what the intro of the show I always play that video about subconscious programming, right? Uh, what's the second one say? When you watch your thoughts. 
Um, are you thinking what? What when you watch your thoughts, are you are you thinking about? I don't even know what this says. Um but anyway, I want to come back to the um that's that's very important. I do not want to minimize the importance of that. But uh she purchased my book, How to Dominate Twitter. And if you take a look, this is definitely the grifter's guide to Twitter. She's got twelve thousand followers. That's it's pretty significant. You know, most most people don't even reach a thousand. She's got twelve thousand followers. Uh, the majority of people who actually sat down and read my book have built great followings. Some have done devious things with it. Some have done great things with it. Um, but yeah, so shout out to Heather. Um, I, I saw this tweet that I'm about to show you here. And that's why um, I followed her because I just really enjoyed the tweet. I had no idea she bought my book. I had no idea she was following me. But when I saw this, I wanted to see who 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 tweeted this video. And when I looked, they were following me. So I just followed back. That's usually how things go. If you post something dope and you follow me, I'll probably follow you back. So let's go to the tape. All right. We're here tonight with Hi, Joe. And we were just running some uh, information on uh, ammo sales. And we got a little surprise that popped up tonight, didn't we? We did. So, hi everybody. Just so, what, what we found out is we've known for a while and everybody's kind of known that they started doing a background check for ammunition. It was originally not supposed to be a background check for ammunition. You got a visitor. It was mostly supposed to be a background check to verify your FOID's validity because they don't have ex expiration dates on them anymore. So. I just had customers, two customers come in, buy some ammunition, and we went through the ammunition process, and let me show you what they've done. So, what they've done is they've changed what used to be, you came over here to the firearms and ammunition transfer, you went here to the ammunition transfer, and when I scrolled down, I saw, whoa, there's a new, new button over here, start weapons accessory transfer. So now they're tracking any of the accessories. So if we have magazines or if we have any, you know, uh, handguards or whatever they are that uh, we're selling, they, that's getting tracked. And then I clicked on the select ammunition transfer and then this now comes up. This is brand new. So they're now tracking the caliber of the ammunition that you're buying. And why would they do that, Joe? The only reason I can think of that they would want to track the ammunition that you're buying is because if you're not going to register your firearm, but you buy 223, it's going to be pretty obvious that you're buying 223 for an AR, and they're going to want to know why you're buying ammunition for a gun you didn't register. So think wisely, my friends. Figure out how you're going to do it because they're coming. Now, he says that's the only reason why he can, you know, think of that but really it just has it comes down to surveillance that's really comes down to tracking people seeing you know who's buying what who's buying what and where and then you know placing content uh, making contingency plans based upon purchases and seeing what they should limit what they should not and how they're going to push forward the policy now the update is that it was a glitch in the system and only the 50 cal is being tracked so obviously this is a Fabian socialism type thing where, you know, 
uh, little by little, the turtle, uh, you know, you take a little by little, right? So first it's tracking the 50 cal. Then as you saw in that drop down menu, then it's tracking everything. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's kind of wild, uh, that they would go and, you know, retro or, or just go back and say, Hey, look, well, no, it's just a 50 cal, but we just saw the whole drop down menu there showing all the ammunition. So little by little, they're going to be tracking, you know, they're obviously they're already tracking weapons, but now they're going to be tracking ammunition. So you've been warned. Uh, I do have this, um, clip 87 sparker. Thank you. Just sent me of Biden, um, apparently falling apart in Israel. Let's go to that clip. Let me see. Where is it? I just had it. Um, okay, here we go. Let's, uh, play this clip right here. You know, uh, years ago, I asked the Secretary of State when he and I were working in the Senate to write something for me and said, uh, he wrote a line that uh, I think is appropriate. He said, uh, it's not, we need uh, not just, uh, well, I won't go into it, I'll wait later. Taking too much time. Yeah, yeah, brain deterioration. And then when you couple that in, uh, you know, when you when you when you couple that with being jet lagged and being on a flight, his brain's definitely not going to function. Somebody got to get him. Somebody sent him a, a men of order link. Joe Biden needs some men of order in his life. Go get his brain booster 30 percent off right now. Hit the QR code you see on the screen. Get your discount. Biden needs some ASAP. That's just terrible. That's just embarrassing as a nation that this is our president. We're much better off with Trump. Uh, bring back the mean tweets. Okay, L let's go to the next story. Um, actually, before we get to that, because I got a little bit of time here. Um, Fat Joe. This is These are crumbs from last week. Let's play the clip. Tell me what you guys think. Um, it was like, you know, like I, I consider myself black too. Right. Like as weird as it sounds, I'm proud to be Latino. I yeah, waved the you, flag. You've been in the black too. delegation. I'm Don't worry black. about it. Don't like, worry about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm serious. No, you understand? Like I'm black. Right. It's weird because I tell right. black people that all the time and they right. be like, yo, what do you mean? Like, nigga, I'm black. Nigga, like what you I'm blacker than you. Because right. you want to be a black white guy. Right. <laughs> I'm a Spanish black nigga. <laughs> yeah. You understand? What do y'all think about that? Weighing in the chat. If you're watching the replay, weighing in the comments. I'm going to go ahead and say Fat Joe's black. Now, is he black, black? He's not black, black, but he's black. And, and, and at first when he said it, I'm like, oh, this is blasphemous. But when he explained himself, I was like, oh, yeah, you are black. There's some white people that are blacker than black people. Mostly because these black people don't want to be black. You got to want to be black to be black. Chad's blacker than some, some black people. And some of these black people, they, they, they hate black people. They castigate black people. They, they don't date black. They don't marry black. They don't like black people. They denigrate black people all day. They're not black. They talk white. They're, I, I think culturally, Fat Joe is more black 
than say, I don't know, your average black conservative. Your average black conservative is is less black than Fat Joe. These are just facts. These are just facts. Um, we're going to talk about this on, um, this is going to be my question for Uncle Hotep. Um, tomorrow night for uh, Hotep's been told you, is Fat Joe black? That's going to be my question for him tomorrow. So tune in and we'll dive into uh, that. And then our callers, you can weigh in on that too if you want to um, you want to get get uh, your two cents off in that. Um, Goldstein has already called him an insurgent. <laughs> Let's go back. All right, so I got another video I'm going to play here. I'm not going to play all of it because it's six minutes long. I'm just going to play some of it. Um, this is this is just this is just sad. This is absolutely sad. This is um, John Legend. To discuss so many things, but let's start with the COVID, what you're doing. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. How are you? I'm, I'm just glad to be serenaded by you this morning. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, sure everyone in my family is protected. And, you know, the, the thing about the virus is, it changes, it yes. mutates, and so it's good to have vaccines that are updated. Mm. And I think what's going to happen in the future is we're going to have updates every year, just like we yes. get a flu shot every yes. year and things of that nature. We've lost John Legend. I don't know if we ever had him. Fat Joe is blacker than John Legend. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Fat Joe is blacker than John Legend. So I think uh, if you so John Legend is um, co-signing the Vax campaign, basically saying we should be put on a subscription service with the vaccine, get one every year, update it. He must not watch the Hoteps. He must not have watched my stream yesterday, where it showed that males between the age of twelve and seventeen suffer from myocarditis and pericarditis following the vaccination. Um, at a higher rate than anybody else. I posted a short on YouTube today. I posted a short on uh, TikTok, Instagram. Really quick, while we talk about that, let me, I want to show you something. I want to, I want to show you something. So you guys can go look at this on your own. So I was looking at you know, as I'm doing this short thing and I'm adapting to the new way of social media, the short about the vaccine on Instagram is at 4,782 views. Okay. On YouTube, let's see what it's at on YouTube. Actually, it's probably faster if I just check on my computer for YouTube. So on YouTube, the, um, the short is at, 2.1k views but on tiktok let's go to tiktok so you see it got more views um now keep in mind it got more views on instagram and instagram i only have thirty thousand followers but i have eighty thousand on youtube so uh currently on tiktok matter of fact let's play a game let's play a game chat i want you to guess how many views the well you guys can cheat don't cheat how many views does that video have on TikTok? Whoever comes closest without going over. 
Whoever comes closest without going over, how many views do you think that video has on TikTok? Keep in mind, I posted these all at the same exact time. Who can guess how many views my short on vaccinations has on TikTok on, on the mild card artist situation? Who can guess? Retro Neon says 100K. Okay. K says 50K. Lil Slick says 15K. Okay. 25 bucks worth of Syscoin. I'll send it to your Palia address wallet. Uh, Harlot said 2 million. 2.5 million. 10K. 20K. 3, 3 million. 10K. 50K. Oh boy. 350. Cliff says 100. Renee Vogel says 24K, 5.7K, 1500, 3K, 10K. All right. Everybody was wrong. The grand total on TikTok today. And I'm going to let me pull it. Let me pull up my TikTok on your screen so you can see it with your own eyes because seeing is believing, right? And maybe it's different on my phone for some reason. I know sometimes there are disparities, et cetera, et cetera. So let's see. Um, let's do TikTok. Hotep Jesus. I don't know the URL mechanism on there. I don't know if it's slash user or whatever. All right, here we go. Hotep Jesus. All right. Oh, it's at Hotep Jesus. All right, cool. So let's close that. I'm going to bring this up on your screen. I'm going to show you right now how many views this video has on TikTok. Stop it. Okay, let's bring this up. Copy. I'm going to bring it over here on your screen. You'll see it now. Boom. Okay. You see my profile here, right? You see everybody sees that? Let's scroll down to the video. A whopping 73. Four thousand plus on Instagram. Two thousand plus on um youtube 73 on tiktok 73 i've been censored the most by tiktok like for example this video right here right they call this sensitive content let me show you what they call sensitive content planet of the apes cobra anybody remember cobra these people are are studiers of history these people these people in hollywood are well aware of their history. You think they named this evil monkey Cobra for no reason? No. They were showing you Stalin in an ape form. This is Stalin in the movie. So next time you watch the movie, I want you to think of Stalin. I want you to think of how this ape acted towards other apes. So they call that sensitive. Why? Maybe because of the gun? I don't even know what this video is here. It says community guidelines violation. But TikTok has tremendous amounts of censorship I hate it. Oh, I already got the learn facts about COVID warning on this video. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> Kanye. Holy cow. So, yeah. So, 73 whole views over on TikTok. Sometimes I just wonder why I even post on TikTok. It's just, it's just really weird. TikTok is Pfizer's platform, is it? Said better learn a TikTok dance. <laughs> anyway, let's go back to uh, 
JL, a.k.a. John Legend. So, John Legend has to be enormously ignorant. Uh, in the great words of Goldstein, he's an insurgent. And uh, frankly, uh, this is just dangerous. Dangerous, particularly towards black families. We know there's many studies that show vaccines affect black boys uh, much differently than uh, other races. So, you know, there could be, um, I don't know, a theory that there's some ethnic cleansing involved in the vaccine by targeting black boys. Uh, or you can say there's some gender cleansing by targeting men, as we saw with the myocarditis and pericarditis. And yet they trot this fool out there in front of everybody, in front of Gail King. And this is our black leadership. This is, this is you know, who, this is who speaks for us. Gail King and John Legend. Who is that? Was that Michael Strahan? Is that Michael Strahan on this show too? Is there any white people on this show? Okay, so they got the one white dude on the left there, right? So I don't know who this... No, that's not Michael Strahan. I don't know who this other brother is. Look at him. Look at that smile. Look at him. Couldn't wait to just shuck and jive for Massa. Look at that smile. Massa gave me good chest busser. Massa gave me good chest busser. I was going to take my vaccine, Massa. I was going to tell them take their vaccine or they bad, Massa. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, he's a joke. Yeah, he's an absolute joke. I mean, how do you even just get cucked like this? How do you, how do you, just, how do, you do that? How does, how, does that, how does that happen? I mean, I, we all know how it happens, but just damn, bro. Like. So, um, I believe uh, Yuri Bezmenov calls it useful idiots. Um, and that's the useful idiots class that they use to brainwash the public into thinking, you know, to do this stuff. But is John Legend going to tell you that, you know, men, or I should say boys between the ages of 12 and 17 are at a higher risk of myocarditis and pericarditis? Is he going to tell you that? Of course he's not. Or he's not, and then I'm sure he's going to have some fucking terrible excuse as to why it's still worth the risk. Oh, it's better to have that than COVID. Is it? You sure about that? You sure about that? Yeah, it's buck breaking. This is buck breaking at its finest. This is just this is remarkable buck breaking. Shout out to 128 over on Rumble. 227 on YouTube. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. Jig, 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 jig the algo. Um, there were some reports coming in out of Chicago. I don't know if there's some Palestinian protests. What's what? Are, why? What? Why are people talking about Chicago? Chat. Tell me why people are talking about Chicago, so I can pull that up. Why is Fashion Nova trending? I don't even want to click on it because it's probably going to be porn in there somewhere. <sighs> Lamelo's trending. People are talking about Halle Bailey's boyfriend cheating on her. You know, the usual distraction industry stuff. Keep everybody talking about that. Um, all right, let's go to the next. Let's go to the next story. Let's pull this up. Hold on a second. Um, actually, let's do it from here. 
So, post of the day, menofwater.com. Go to, you can navigate to the blog. We have the latest blog here. This one is um, coming straight directly out of the Federal Reserve. Directly out of the Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve Governor Bowman is cautious on CBDCs. This is a good thing. This is a good thing. Um, she she basically says there's um, issues in regards to um, consumer privacy, as you can see, is highlighted here, uh, which is good that she's mentioning that. Uh, but also she's just basically saying, you know, we have FedNow that's doing a great job uh, where it is actually available. Um, I haven't been able to use it, so I can't corroborate that or not. Um, and, and we have a blog also on here about Biden coin and the Fed now. So you guys can go read that as well. Um, oh, yeah. All right, I'm going to get to that in a second, 87 Sparker. So, yeah, they're talking about the CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency. And she's like, well, the technology isn't that remarkable as far as the CBDC is concerned. We can implement the technology without creating a CBDC, which is true. You can definitely create, you know, some sort of decentralized um, uh, technology. You know, you can use some distributed ledger technology um, without creating an actual CBDC coin, right? You can have an infrastructure without the actual token. Um, there's some stuff in here about stable coins, and uh, I do link directly to um, uh, her speech right here, which is available on federalreserve.gov. And I suggest you read through it. It's not that long at all. It'll probably take about five minutes to read. And I suggest reading that and looking up any terms that you do not understand um, as you go along. So shout out to Men of Water. That's our Men of Water post of the day. So uh, again, um, you know, protect governor, protect our, uh, that, that great governor there. Uh, Governor Bowman of the Federal Reserve, uh, they might they might move her out the paint. I would look at I would look at um. I would look at them moving her out of the paint and moving her to another position, or firing her, or God forbid, a threat on her life, uh, or maybe they'll just convince her to change her uh, her approach to it all. Um, some of her comments are listed here on Twitter. Um, the potential benefits of a U.S. CBDC remain unclear, and the introduction of a U.S. CBDC could pose significant risks and trade-offs for the financial system, and that's basically lending to uh, the eradication of your usual branch bank, local bank, retail bank. Uh, we have seen a range of arguments in a public debate about issuing a CBDC, including addressing frictions within a payment system, promoting financial inclusion, and providing the public with access to safe central bank money. I've yet to see a compelling argument that a U.S. CBDC could solve any of the problems more effectively or efficiently than alternatives, or with fewer downside risks for consumers and for the economy. Um, as you can see, when I'm taking master focus, I'm able to speak at Ben Shapiro uh, speeds at least while I'm reading. Um, so that's uh, Federal Reserve Governor Michelle Bowman. Um, now, the um, European Union, the Euro, uh, the European Central Bank, they're talking about a CBDC. They have not made a decision on a CBDC. <clears throat> Basically, what they're saying is um, they're going to roll out the wholesale CBDC before they roll out a, a retail CBDC. But that's like business as usual. That's pretty much what everybody's doing, except in the African and brown nations of the Caribbean. 
So that's not really news. They're just really just definitively saying, okay, no CBDC right now, but let's make sure we can handle wholesale um, payments, cross-border payments, interoperability, technology problems, and all of that stuff. So that's the EU. Um, and then uh, more uh, from the EU says uh, here, um, in regards to CBDC, they're basically saying there's excessive centralization. Well, yeah, of course. Um, and, and, and just so you know, um, a lot of this stuff is communist and we can just bring up the 10 planks of communism, 10 planks of communism. I've shown you this at least a million times, but you know, for whoever's new here, I, I don't want to use the same source I usually use. I want to use Wikipedia. What does Wikipedia say about the 10 planks of communism? Um, is it, does it, is, is it listed here? Okay. So it's not listed here. It says the communist manifesto, which is a bit different from the 10 planks. Uh, all right. I'll use the same source as usual. Actually, no, I found a different one. Here's another one. Uh, so actually, no, this is the same source. I'm sorry. I thought I was going to show you, uh, the laissez faire, um, so it says right here, number five, centralization of credit, right? So credit, obviously, you know, is debt creation, which is what we have here with the central bank. This is centralization of credit within the hands of the state by means of a national bank with state capital and exclusive monopoly, right? This is 10 planks of communism. Um, and uh, again, so when we come back here, uh, the, the, what, they, what they're warning us about this, the central bank digital currency or the CBDC, they're basically saying this has excessive centralization, which is basically Marxism. It's basically communism. So uh, Marx would love this. He would love the CBDC. Marx would be like, why didn't I think of this? Why didn't I think of distributed ledger technology? And I got some suspicious stuff to show you about crypto later. I might show you. How much time I got left? I got nine minutes. I might have time. Um, and it says, um, uh, so this is this watchdog agency called the European Data Protection Board. And they're the ones basically saying this is excessive centralization. And they're pretty much correct. It says, as the CBD ECB, the European Central Bank, uh, deliberates on CBDC, concerns about state control arise. Obviously, the CBDC is going to be state controlled, which technically isn't going to be state controlled. It's going to be um, banker controlled. At least in America. So the way it works in America, the way central banking works in America is Article 1, Section 8 basically says United States reserves the right, uh, Congress reserves the right to coin and create money, right? And then that gets interpreted different ways. So basically what they did was they offloaded the responsibility to the central bank. So the central bank carries on the responsibility of minting money. So what the central bank does is anytime the United States needs money, they print it and then they take it and then they exchange it for treasury bonds. Right. So basically it's an IOU. Um, so, oh, well, so who does the federal reserve get their guidance from? Well, it's pretty much from people like Jamie Dimon, uh, and people from the, um, private, uh, banking sector like, um, you know, JP Morgan Chase, right? Now we know JP Morgan hosted the Jekyll Island meeting for the creation of the Federal Reserve. So it's, you know, uh, not lost on us that um, JP Morgan is still, um, you know, uh, giving guidance, right? So I can probably pull this up on the screen here. I can just type in uh, JP 
Morgan Federal Reserve guidance. Let's see what pops up, right? Um, and I think I, I showed this. I showed this um, a, a story. Uh, maybe it was last week. Um, but you know they bring in advisors, and a lot of these advisors um, come from you know J.P. Morgan and other um, banks. So I, I, I'm not going to waste time trying to find proof of this. I've shown it before. You guys can go do your own research. Um, but um, so yeah, so so basically that's how this central bank industry works, right? And this is something I uh, kind of I was trying. To, so basically, what I was doing was I was trying to figure out who the Federal Reserve is, right? And and who stands to profit and how they stand to profit, right? So I'm like, is there like some dark entity at the Federal Reserve that's like, because like if we're in debt to the Federal Reserve, who is the Federal Reserve, right? And I'm like, how do you profit at the Federal Reserve level? It didn't make sense. And what I realized was what you get is you get, um, I could probably make a diagram. I should make a diagram. So basically what happens is, um, 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 uh, Federal Reserve prints IOUs based upon United States Treasury notes, right? And then those Treasury notes are IOUs. But those IOUs are backed by the taxpayer, right? So as long as we can tax the taxpayer, they can pay the Federal Reserve. So I'm like, so after the Federal Reserve gets their money, where does it go? And what I realized is they send that money to the banks. Well, this is something we know, right? The Federal Reserve sends that money to the banks, right? Um, hold on. I don't want that on the screen while I talk about this. Let's put this up there. Um, so the um, Federal Reserve sends that money to the banks, right, as a form of debt. So what happens is the founders and the CEOs make money off of this debt and then they buy real live assets with that, be it land, gold, guns, silver, Bitcoin, whatever it is. So that's how the wealth is siphoned from taxpayers into private bankers' pockets. Now, the thing is, the Fed gets direction from the private bankers, and there's a revolving door between private banks and the Federal Reserve. So they go in and they come out and then they go back in and just all types of weird stuff um, or normal, depending on how you look at it. And then, um, yeah, so, you know, the guidance. So, you know, they'll say, hey, the Fed should do this. The Fed should do that. So when they're dictating to the Fed what the Fed should do, obviously it's going to work to their benefit. So, yeah, really, really um, interesting situation. Interesting, interesting situation. Um, 87 Sparker, they're about to kick out their governor and mayor for the immigration crisis. Wow. Thank you, 87 Sparker, for the super chat. The lone super chatter today. I appreciate you. Shout out to my rumblers rumbling. I see you. What up, Fresh Mike? I had to take Fresh Mike off a of mute. I was somebody was complaining that they got muted in the chat. Can y'all be a little bit easy on the mute button? Just get the spammers out of here, you know? And the people with slurs. But they muted Mike and I saw Mike's name there, so I unmuted him. So Mike's back. Welcome back, Mike. Sorry about that. Sometimes our mods are like Stalin in the chat. 
Uh, all right, let's go to our last update today. Then we're going to open up phone lines. We'd like to get on the phone lines. Text, text HOTEP in your name to 202-596-5631. 202-596-5631. And uh, we'll get you in line. So there was a report about AI. You guys know I love AI. Well, you know, at least this version of the AI. And it was a AI startup investments trend. And basically just saying is in Q3, AI companies secured $17.9 billion in investments. That's a 27% increase from the previous year's funding. That's pretty significant. Um, also, AI startups are leading the way in funding in Silicon Valley. That's no surprise. Overall, startup deals declined by 31%. Total global startup deals amounted to $73 billion. Now, because of the pandemic and Obviously, um, recession factors, Fed's raising interest rates, which it shows here. Uh, you know, it, it says right in the report, rising interest rates and post-pandemic economic downturn. Startups took a hit. VCs are willing to put out less money. Um, so um, there's a downturn in overall startup deals, but there's an uptick in the AI sector. Um, it says here, uh, generative AI popularity, it can produce realistic images and lifelike text. We already seen that, uh, has drawn billions in investments from leading firms, but, um, uh, so it says here, some VCs equate the AI boom to the early days of the internet, dubbed the HTML moment for generative AI. And this is true. And this is what I'm trying to tell people. I'm like, this is like, when you say you're not going to use AI, it's kind of like saying you're not going to use the internet. Everything on the internet is going to be powered by AI. Everything. You are not going to be able to escape AI. You're saying you're not using AI now. In a year, everything around you is going to have some sort of AI implementation. Your banking, you know, whatever it is, your, even your phones. Your phones are going to be AI. You're not going to have a smartphone. I mean, the smartphone technically already has some mild version of AI, whether it's Siri or the uh, Alexa, right? Um, so, you know, you already have some of that stuff, but the phone is definitely going to be, the, the next version of the iPhone is probably going to have AI in it. I'm not even going to say probably. I know it is. The iPhone 16 is going to have an AI component in it, if not the iOS, next iOS version. Um, and then here, this is some of the lifelike um, uh, art I was able to make. And uh, I figured out a little trick here uh, to make lifelike art uh, better than I used to. And basically what I use is the keyword movie still, S-T-I-L-L, -L, movie still. And it gives you this movie-esque type situation. So this one I typed in artificial intelligence, communism, movie still, aspect ratio 16 by 9, version 5.2, uh, mid-journey to create this. And I got some pretty interesting results, and I chose to use this one. That being said, let's go to the phone lines. If you want to get on the phone lines, text HOTEP in your name to 202-596-5631, 202-596-5631. And I'll be right back after this short, brief commercial break.